Hey everybody, this is Scott. Thanks for checking out Comedy Food Truck Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Comedy Food Truck. And of course, at ComedyFoodTruck.com. Also, be sure to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcast platform or on our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Comedy Food Truck. We hope you enjoy this week's show and thank you again for listening. You're listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast. We talk life, food, relationships, and have fun with all of it. And now here's your host, comedian John Hill. Welcome back, everybody, to Comedy Food Truck. We are so excited that you're here. But we do have a question, uh, especially if you've been listening for a long time. Uh, why are you still here? <laughs> You won't let me leave. <laughs> That's right. No, we are just so blown away. This is my way of saying we are so grateful and so humbled by the fact that so many are listening. I know some of the numbers are going up. More and more of you are listening. We are uh, super grateful, and we're trying to find ways to reward you and say thanks more often than just saying it. So maybe some prizes, some giveaways, some way to acknowledge you guys coming up. But I have to rely on smarter people than me for those things, and two of those smarter people are in this room with me as we record. Uh, one is Jared, our tech guy. Say hello, Jared. You talking to me? It's, I am talking oh, about hello. and to you. You said smarter. I was. Oh, that's <laughs> it. I got you. That's smart though, because then it obviously invokes more compliments. No, Jared's a very smart guy Uh-oh. because he understands doohickeys and whistles and all that. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. It's a family joke. <laughs> <laughs> doohickeys. Well, doohickeys. Yeah, you know, oh, boy. electronic stuff. Okay. Uh, Jared's very good at that. Are you going to say something? No, I'm good. You're going to just take it. I'm just going to sit and bask in the glow of the compliments. <laughs> Thank All right. You. And the other guy that's with us is we got to just call him Scott now. He's not Gator anymore because now he's dating. Uh, and I'm so not dating. You're not dating? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're beyond dating. He explained this in a previous episode. But first of all, say hello, Scott. Hello. There you go. If you track every episode, if you ever want to binge watch us, watch how many different ways Scott says hello every single week. It gets louder every week. It does. Yeah, it is, which leads us to our topic today a little bit because he's like the old guy on the lawn. Yeah, get up. Get up, my lawn. I got a girlfriend. I don't need you anymore. That's that's how, that's how Scott is. Uh, oh, no, boy. but we're excited. Scott's here, very smart guy as well, and uh, helping us a lot with social media and other things uh, that we will not speak about on the show. <laughs> there are people wondering now. All right, so listen, I am excited about today's topic. Uh, I don't know if it's the topic, but definitely the way we're going to intro the show today, which is uh, the fact that as this show drops on Tuesday. Uh, as you're listening, hopefully on Tuesday. Uh, but if you're at least listening before Sunday, it is Mother's Day on Sunday. Uh, I always look forward to Mother's Day every year because my mom was my hero in my life for a long time. Single mom, raised three of us all by herself. No help from my dad, no financial help, no other kind of help. Uh, no, uh, just kind of out on her own, just working the whole time. We were latchkey kids. Uh, it's probably a term some people don't even know what it means anymore, <laughs> but it basically means there was no babysitters. There was no none of that. Mom went to work. We stayed home. And as long as we didn't kill each other, she was fine when we came back home <laughs> or when she came back home. So, but that means we had to do our homework on our own, we had all that stuff. And mom made sure we did it all. Mom always made sure we had a roof over house. We didn't live in government housing. She actually had us in a fairly okay home the whole time renting and never got a chance to buy our own property until later in life. That's all the stuff about my mom. And I'm just saying, and what's really, really even more important this year is my mom passed away 
uh, early this year. So this will be my first Mother's Day without my mom. Mm. And uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do because I'll probably pick up the phone that day to call her like I always do and then realize, <laughs> I mean, there's like no one there to answer. If she does answer, then I'm dead too. But uh, <laughs> so that probably wouldn't be good. But <laughs> But I do love my mom and uh, miss her greatly. Uh, and so I just want to acknowledge her today as we start the episode. And I'm going to give it over to Jared and let the guys talk about Because we actually share something in common in that sense. But I'll let them talk about Didn't, didn't you call that. your mom from the stage one time when you were preaching? I did as a pastor. Yeah, one, one time I was a lead <laughs> pastor. Actually, I think it was two years in a row. I did, I did this twice, actually. Once as a lead pastor. The other time as a, one of the preaching pastors at a larger church that I was at. And um, yeah, I would on Mother's Day, I would call her. Uh, and mic the call so that everybody could hear and prayed every year because I didn't tell her every year I did this I would pray that I mean my mom wasn't like a cussing woman or any that kind of stuff that she wouldn't say anything embarrassing when mm -hmm. you pick up the phone you know uh, like you know like hold on I'm in the bathroom I'll call you later you know yeah. that kind of thing or hear that big whoosh yeah <laughs> okay I'm ready <laughs> you know yeah I don't want to hear that either that yeah. would have been my mom man she answered didn't matter where she was yeah I, <laughs> Disneyland, the mall, anywhere if her phone rang, she had to pick it up. It didn't matter. I FaceTimed her one time and she was on the toilet. Oh, man. And I'm thinking, you know, it's just her face, but I'm like, Mom, come on. Really? This is great. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh I, you can see me? I didn't know that. I thought that was just talking to you. She didn't care. You know what? Well, I don't know if it applies, but you know, it's always funny because moms say, hey, I gave birth to you. What does it matter? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen worse things than this. You just don't remember. Yeah. They always manage to throw that in. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. No, moms are great because, you know, we all have stories of moms who've either said or done things that were, you know, kind of crazy. Uh, we've also done crazy things that we can't believe our moms let us still live in the house. <laughs> you know, there's there's all that, right? Yeah. Some of us lived in our mom's house till we were, you know, 42. So there was that too. I'm not mentioning names, uh, but what? someone out there in the audience is li listening from their parents' basement. Uh, and you, you'll be able to go back to your video games later. But anyway, the. <laughs> and mom's up there making them something to eat right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, ah, mom hey, the podcast is on i need my pancakes give me a grilled cheese i want my pancakes it's two o'clock in the afternoon i know but i just woke up it's still breakfast yeah so anyway uh so anything you want to say about your moms guys uh jump in let us know how uh things were i know the thing we share in common i wanted to say because i left that out there is that all of us within the last two years this will be it's my first year and it's i think both our uh, scott and jared's second year yeah without their mom so we've right. all lost our moms last year year and a half or so yep so um so that kind of cool uh, in some ways and then uh doesn't make a difference another way because no. you know it doesn't really matter when you lose your mom but it's nice to know that others are experiencing some of that too so yep. anyhow jared scott either one tell us about your mom um well i'm my parents divorced when i was nine and so I lived with my mom up until 18 when I moved to Southern California. So, and I would go and visit my dad, but you know, she did a good job. Um, same thing, raising me, I'm the only child, but you know, she worked hard. She did what she could. Um, I, the only thing I felt sorry for at one time was as a young teenager, I gave my mom a lot of hard times. And so one of the things that that I did later in life was is I went to apologize to her mm. for causing so much mm. trouble in my younger years, you know, just to be able to ask for that forgiveness, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, my mom, she was great. She was being the only child, 
I was always kind of, you know, um, you know, mother doesn't want something happening to her only child, oh, you right. know. So growing up, I couldn't do a lot of things because it's like, oh no, she was fearful, a little overprotective, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and that was right up until the point that she passed away, you know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, um, she always, you know, as a before I, before they <clears throat> divorced, my mom would make birthday cakes for me that were wow. Um, like little trains and stuff like mm. that. She always did, you know, back when you did that kind of stuff, they had a lot of different molds and stuff like that. So she always made the best of each and every occasion that she could. She loved cool. Christmas and... Um, she went you know, the extra mile. She always went the extra mile. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Good, man. Jared? Yeah. My uh, my mom was funny. She did a lot of performance stuff. Uh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, Mrs. Higgins. She had that alter ego That's with that crazy funny. flower dress. I do remember that. Did she have a friend? southern accent. Wasn't there a friend or some friends that you she know, did? No, she had my uncle with? and my grandma okay. and, some, and my dad sometimes and me uh, do stuff with her just to goof around. That's and funny. She got a lot of her uh, influence from, I don't know if anybody's familiar with those Amelia Bedelia books, but okay. this girl that was always into trouble and was not huh. too bright, you know? Yeah. So I was thinking hee haw, but okay. It's very, <laughs> it's very similar to that. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. one that had the the hat with the t- price tag hanging yeah, on, yeah, right? Yeah, that yeah. was that was her. Yeah, yeah. She had a lot of that. That's but, so awesome. Yeah, my mom was also a praying woman. Sure. Um, so she constantly worried about us and prayed us out of things we didn't know we were getting out. <laughs> you know, right, yeah. didn't know we were in danger, but she just was like, God, God woke her up to pray for us or whatever because we were. Uh, other than my baby sister, who's a perfect angel, uh, the other three of us were not. That wasn't said with any sincerity at all. No, <laughs> she is. I'm just a little bitter about it. <laughs> but yeah, I was, you know, even at like 15, 16 years old, I remember uh, being out late and not really caring, you know, too much. And she would, there was one time I worked at a movie theater and I didn't get off till like 1230 at night and she expected me home like at one or whatever. And yeah got to be 130 and we were just hanging out in the parking lot talking after work and um, i started driving home and i'm thinking there's a cop following me and then i got home and realized it was her she was out looking for me at two o'clock in the morning so, in a police car no just oh. she had a cadillac so it had the same type of headlights oh gotcha yeah <laughs> so my like mom I, went and jacked yeah. a police car just to scare you my mom that's another thing about my mom she was a she chased down more people she should have been a cop we talked about this at her funeral but all she, moms should have been cops yeah she she uh she uh she was driving around with my aunt one time and our truck had been stolen out from in front of our house and they were driving up Archibald here in Ranch Cucamonga and they were right behind the truck. So she followed the guy driving the truck that's to his funny. house and called the uh, cops and trapped so them in there. And I was like, yeah, she has so many stories like that, but that's wild. She chased wow. people into fields and all kinds of stuff, man. You she know was what? Nuts. It's funny. Now you think about it, I'm thinking of stories of my mom and it's like, I remember First of all, my mom and I had an understanding super young because, well, for well, she was young too. But I, uh, you know, my when my parents were still married, and I was, I gotta say, five six years old. It's probably one of my earliest memories as a kid. Um, I, I, I would, it, it was just hard for me to go to bed. She would tell me later that I was always a great kid and everything worked out well. But I remember a time when I was having a hard time going to bed. She kept threatening me mm. because what was happening was I had a baby sister at that time. My second sister i don't remember if both sisters were born yet so anyway but i had a baby sister that i kept waking up yeah because you know and she was more in the toddler range right so you didn't want her like you know under sleep all yeah. night and i was doing something in the bedroom that was making noise so so she finally came in and yanked me out of there and she said if you don't stop 
I'm going to spank you, you know, because my mom spanked and uh, back then. And and I remember somewhere, maybe it was preschool, daycare, I don't know. I learned the story of the gingerbread man. Mm. So in our living room, there was a couch and this like a coffee table. And I jumped up on the coffee table as she threatened me. <laughs> and I jumped up on the coffee table and said, you can't spank me. She, and I said, I, all right, then I said, you can't spank me. No, you can't. You can't spank me. I'm a gingerbread man or something like that. And then I started running and she was catching me. At first she was mad. She said, get over here. You know, because I was being, and then she's chasing me and I'm darting around and she's missing me and da, da, da. We're doing circles around the table. Finally, she just sits down and just puts her head in her hands. And I'm thinking she's bawling, right? I'm yeah. like, I'm making her cry. So I come up, mom, it's okay. It's okay. And she looks up and she's dying laughing. <laughs> she's just dying laughing because, you know, apparently I'm cute. And so, so. So I remember. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. A lot of, <laughs> lot of missed beauty nights of sleep since then. But so, so the funny thing though is she sends me back into my room, you know, and I'm like, great, I got away with it. And I did that day. My mom never spanked me again after that day. Well, because every time I got in trouble, I would just crack a joke and she would, yeah. she couldn't spank me. But I learned the lesson of the phrase, well, wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> because, because now I finally fell asleep and somehow in the middle of the night, my dad, you know, wakes up, comes home because he had worked. I don't know if it was third shift or grave, whatever. He comes home and he yanks me out of the bedroom, oh and uh, and I still got my spanking. But but so there's the difference between mom and dad, you know, as far as that goes. But yeah. that was funny, and I just remember that still. <laughs> my mom was awesome. Uh, I, you got a story? To, uh, no, I was just gonna say, my mom used to always say, "I'm gonna stand on a chair and spank you." Hmm. Because I was taller than her. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. She's, so she's don't make me yeah, spank yeah. you. I'll yeah. get up on a chair. That's so <laughs> climb up you know? And then the same thing. It was funny because I was just talking to my girlfriend about it last night about how when I was younger, yeah. um, I'm going to say maybe seven or eight years old, I was playing in a field behind the house with matches. Mm. Oh, gosh. And not not really knowing anything. Just I was just like, you know, I, I wasn't like a pyro, but I was out there right. playing with matches. And next thing you know, there was a mattress out there in this vacant field, and I lit the mattress on fire, which caught oh. brush around it a fire. Oh, my gosh. And I came running back and jumped the <laughs> fence, and my mom's like, you know, what's the matter? Oh, nothing, nothing. And next thing you know, there's flames coming out the back, oh. and the fire department's coming. <laughs> and, you know, I'm trying to be cool. Did you hear that sound like when you lit it, it goes, as, <laughs> you know, and then you're like, oh, my goodness. Oh. I, you know what? I didn't see the fire truck come. All I knew that the that the f field was on fire. That's and it was funny. One of those things that, yeah, you like you just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, she says, awesome. "Wait till your dad gets home." And did now when you got did did you guys get spanked or were you time out? Oh, yeah. What were you? Okay, so no, I got spanked. I, my mom had a hand or equipment. Was there some kind of weapon? What? Uh, mostly, she had a paddle that my dad handcrafted for her. Handcrafted? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> out of yep. solid oak wood. He's out there whittling, woodworking uh, yeah. Yeah. for days. Yeah, because well, your dad does that, doesn't he? Like he, I mean, well, well he my grandpa did. Right? My grandpa yeah, yeah. did, but yeah. yeah, my dad's very also yeah. good with woodworking and stuff. But That's yeah, in, in the car, she had one of those paint stir sticks. It was like a portable paddle. So there were so times she where she, yeah. yeah, stop, pull over in the middle of the street and yank me out of the car. <laughs> oh my! There, but there was one time that uh, she spanked me with her hand and we both regretted it because I hear her, she's like, that's it. And she goes in the other room and I think she get, she's getting the paddle, but she's gone a long time. Yeah. So by the time she got back, I had had time to put my spelling book down my pants. Oh my goodness. She couldn't find the paddle. Some reason it was gone, so, so she came back. Hand. She came back to swap me with her hand. She hit that book with full force and about broke her hand. <laughs> she took the book out and hit me with it. 
not in the face. That's he hit awesome. me in the butt with it, but still. That's oh my so God. awesome. It's like, that's it. Yeah. I gave her the pedal. Wow. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, no, my, let me think. I think my mom mostly used hand. She would just kind of quick swats. It really wasn't the pain of the spanking. It was just the fear you're in trouble and she's you know yeah. coming after you. My dad used his belt while he was there, but he was only there until I was 10 or 11 years old, so we didn't really get a lot of, like, that's just between spanking and whooping, right? Like, mm-hmm. spanking is like on the hand, a whooping is like, this guy's got a, like a whip, you know? But yeah. he would he would always warn us, though. My dad, I will say this, he, he was one of those guys, like, he didn't really want to get up because it was too much work to get up. He didn't really want to <laughs> spank us. Yeah. So he would have his belt on, and he'd be laying back on the couch drinking a beer or whatever, because my dad, you know... He was a Budweiser guy. He drank so much Budweiser, that's his blood type. But anyway, the <laughs> the the um he would like pull the belt, you know, the little loop that holds the belt. You know, as you tighten the belt, yeah. you flip it over and there's a little loop there, right? So he would pull it out of that first and just leave it there. And he's like, That's one. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we'd be playing and everything, right? Ten minutes later, he's like that's two and he'd pull his belt back to where the little thing that the metal piece that goes yeah. into the hole right to tighten it he'd pull that out and he'd go that's two and then if we got to three he's like slipping it off and now it's like we're running everywhere and he's just swinging and it was crazy the closest man. one yeah he just it was yeah he was crazy man but we also though i mean did you guys have this when you grew up we had a um in our kitchen we had these this huge i mean it was huge wooden spoon and wooden fork that hung on the wall I've, I've seen, seen these those. things. I've yeah. seen them, yeah. We had those. Made of oak. Something. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I never even bothered trying to pull them off. But I remember one time my mom got so mad, she pulled that spoon up off, and she started swinging that around and going, <laughs> all right, if you don't go to bed. That was so funny. I always wanted to come back and get that and use it to like eat a bucket of ice cream or something. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <like> shovel. Just <laughs> But yeah, yeah, man. So your your mom did she uh, she spanked? Yeah, I got I got spanked a few times. Swatted, whatever you call it. Whatever. But you know what was more than that? As I got older, was bar of soap. Oh, Oh, I remember that. And and there there wasn't any getting around that because when you pull that bar of soap out, there better be some teeth marks in it. My mom used caress. And that that does not taste good. <laughs> I don't think any of it tastes good. I, I, got, I had a hit. I came home one day from school. This is I was definitely younger than well, I was older than the last story, but I was uh I want to say seven, eight. And I had a bike and uh uh I had left it in the yard and they kept telling me don't leave it in the yard because I grew up in Linwood and so South Central and it wasn't really like super bad back then. But any yard, you know, this is just in a day, a lot of kids around. You leave that bike there, somebody's going to grab it. Mm-hmm. And if you grab it, you ain't got no bike, you know. And so I came in, I laid the bike down, I ran into the house. I mean, I wasn't in the house for more than 30 seconds a minute. I was grabbing a drink or something. Come back out, bike's gone. Mm-hmm. And I shout to the neighborhood, if you don't bring my bike back, I'm going to kick your butt. And as soon as I barely got t- out of butt, my mom had swung the door open and grabbed me and yanked me back into the house off my feet i'm not kidding rode me right into the bathroom turned the water on took the soap and just made me eat a bar of soap. i mean she was and just yelling the whole time you know if you don't go clean your mouth and i still remember this day thinking back but right (laughs) that's that's what i got that's yeah Yeah. i I didn't say like any four-letter <laughs> word or, you know, or yeah. donkey or nothing. You know, well, I just B- say... B-U-T-T um, is actually a four-letter word. Oh, true. But <laughs> B- it's not considered right. one of the four-letter words. <laughs> right. And it's not also, the seven daily words. And either. by the way, it's not a bad word. I, I've been... Reason- I, honestly, I'm 30 years... I was 30 years later. I'm still reasoning with my mom going, Mom, <laughs> but is the root of buttock, 
which is not a bad, it's a medical term. Right. I'm yelling, I'm going to kick your buttock, but that doesn't sound tough. So I said, but. <laughs> right. You put that on her tombstone. I love you, mom, but butt's not a dirty word. <laughs> I love you, mom. I'll see your butt later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no man it's i mean seriously man i hate i hate that the show's gone off the rails on this but i am still mad about that because i can still taste man yeah yeah the you know i don't even know what we used back then but ivory i don't know it was it wasn't good it was, it was definitely not a bar of cake i mean it was a bar of soap <laughs> it's ralph's brand i still and also the other thing i want to say uh stories i love stories um uh, my mom worked for the police department. She was a dispatcher for the mm. police department, Linwood PD. That's why we lived out that way. And um, before we moved, and and so, well, I should say this: we were in Linwood. She worked for Linwood PD. We ended up moving to Lakewood, which was like ten miles away. It wasn't even that far. It seemed like it back then, though. When you're a kid, you feel like you've moved a world away. Yeah. It probably added five or maybe ten minutes to my mom's commute, but it was a much safer neighborhood. So we come over to Lakewood. I meet this kid down the street. He's literally across the street and maybe a house or two to the right. Okay, so I'm like three houses down, mostly, for the most part. And I go over his house, and uh, I don't even remember if I told my mom. Maybe it was because I didn't tell my mom. But anyway, I go over the house. But I had done this before. And we're in the house, and we're messing around, screwing around, whatever. And I went over. It was daylight. And I stayed there so long, I didn't realize it would become night. Now, I don't remember what time of the year this was. If this was, like, because if it became night in January, it's still maybe yeah, 5 o'clock. Like 5 o'clock, yeah. But so it might have been more summerish because by the time it got dark, it was late. And it's so late that it was past the time I was supposed to be back. And I told you, my mom raised us. We lived in a neighborhood where, at a time, we didn't worry as much if kids disappeared for a while. Yeah. You're actually just grateful for the peace, right? Because we were probably <laughs> somewhere building a fort or playing some game or whatnot. So this had to be summertime because that would have meant it would have been more like nine o'clock or later, and I'm not home yet. And this is before cell phones. This is before all that. And this is in, <laughs> in an era when she probably came outside a couple of times and yelled. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and usually right. if, you know, it's like now I have dogs and dogs go out in the backyard and they disappear and I'm like, and I'll call my dog like, Zoe, Bendy, they come working, mm -hmm. you know, that's how it was for us. We had to hear that. And so basically the rule of thumb was don't go any further than where you could hear your mom. Yeah. So I'm in the house. Well, doors closed. We don't hear. I don't hear. Uh, and I remember all of a sudden I hear sirens. Uh, there may have even been a helicopter. I don't remember. Uh, but I come outside. And I'm looking around, and my friend is looking, what's going on? I said, I don't know. There's cops everywhere. And then we're both going, this is cool, right? And I start walking across to go home, and a cop walks up and says, are you John? And yeah, and he grabs me, man. He picks me up. And I'm like middle school. He picks me up and marches me across. He goes, Mrs. Hill, here's your son. And she, she's had her back to him. She turns around, and I mean, I've never seen my mom cry so hard. Oh, my gosh. Fell to her knees. She cried. She was all this. And I'm like, what? 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 And I'm like, I'm still thinking something happened. I don't yeah. realize it's about me. Like, she called. And here's the thing. she These were cops from Linwood. This wasn't cops from Lakewood. She called all her somebody over in Linwood where she, used, where she worked, and they sent the whole crew over <laughs> looking for me. What? Wow. That's when I was like, my mom is bad. You know, I, I'm going to be listening to her from, from now on. It was crazy, man. I, there might have been some Lakewood cops there too, but I mean, there was definitely Linwood PD running around. trying. To, and, and I mean, I'm not kidding. They must have had the whole shift. Jeez. I'm like, is nobody stealing something in Linwood right now? I mean, we're all over here looking for me. Everybody in Linwood's like, right. Well, and I think because of our relationship, because I usually would tell my mom where I was at, I was always, you know, within vocal, dis, whatever. She was convinced I got kidnapped, like yeah. I got snatched or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, man, she called the, and I, I said in middle school, I probably was actually late elementary school. 
I mean, it was it was crazy. Wow. Hey, yeah. so so did you ever use that to your advantage later when you wanted something and say, "Well, I hope nobody kidnaps me." Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 get some. no. In fact, it worked the opposite. Uh, to I mean, to the day she died, I hated when my mom cried, and yeah, I definitely yeah. hated if I was the reason she cried. Yeah. yeah. And there's only three or four times I remember making my mom cry beyond normal. Like you know, I mean, she might cry because it was a rough day and the kids were just we're all being unruly. But I'm talking about like I definitely made her cry. That was one. There was another time uh, when I was first driving, I got in an accident, and it was totally my fault. I was just driving on Neighborhood Street, and uh, it was our only car. And she cried because the car was gone, mm. and she didn't know where we were going to get another car. And then, of course, she was worried about me getting hurt, all that. You know, it was my first time, first few weeks of driving. You know, so she was. There was another time when later we did get a different car, and. Um, I was supposed to pick her up from her work. We only had the one car for the whole family. She let me borrow it on the condition I'd pick her up. And I didn't pick her up on time. And so it was cold. It was wet. It was rainy, windy. Ugh. And she was sitting at a bus stop just crying because there was no cell phones again back then. So she didn't have any way to get a hold of me. Yeah. So she's like, how am I going to get home? And she's waiting at the bus stop to try to take four buses to get home. And I did show up, but I mean, you know, I was late. Uh, and then what was the last one? I was just thinking I made her cry. I don't remember now. But anyway, there was another time. So it was like four or five times I remember. And every time, man, my heart was crushed. It's like, mm. oh my gosh, I don't want to make her cry. You know? Yeah. So yeah, it was it was uh yeah, it was interesting, man. It was interesting. So yeah. You guys got any other stories or thoughts or about moms? Anything you want to say to the audience? Love your moms, people. Yeah. Especially if they're still alive. You might have some differences. Make them right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, because moms are important and I'm not saying moms are perfect. I know there's some moms out there that Maybe you grew up with an abusive mom, which, you know, I'm not telling you to go and put yourself in harm's way or danger's way, but I would say at least in your own heart, forgive her. Right. You don't necessarily have to reach out. I mean, I think if there's abuse, if there's danger, if there's any of that, you don't want to put yourself in that environment. But but I think for your own sake, not for their sake, but for yours, you'd want to forgive. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to forget again. It doesn't mean you have to go back, uh, but you might want to forgive. Uh, but I think for a lot of us, we have built up things about our parents that, we're not always getting the whole story. And so I think it's important to give them benefit of the doubt. They tried hard. They were trying to work at it. And again, I know parents aren't perfect, but that's definitely my advice because you will miss them when they're gone. Right? Yeah, man. Uh, for sure. Especially if they were good parents, you know, if they're parents you liked and yeah. hung out with and all that, you will miss them. So My mom was. I, she, she was here one day and gone the next and out of nowhere. Like yeah. it just happened. Yeah. Heart attack, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I was on stage at church playing when it happened. Yeah. So... You never know, you know, there's, you know, you don't have time to say goodbye always and have those moments where you, you know, maybe think your parents are invincible or when you get older like me and you think, oh, well, you know, someday it'll happen, but they're in good health right now. It'll be a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, right. you just never know. So, yeah, yeah. So right. Try to try to make the best of the days you do have. And right. You always think about that as a kid, you know, like you don't want right. your parents to pass away. Yeah. You know, because you think they're going to be there forever. And then as you get older, you're thinking, like you just said, wow, you know, it's getting a little bit closer. And then ailments come in and so forth. And uh, same thing, my dad actually had pancreatic cancer. Hmm. And we all know what the, you know, expect expectancy of that is. But he was actually part of the 5%, you know, wow. that actually beat pancreatic cancer awesome. and is still alive today. Hmm. Um and you know, like with my mom, she had some medical conditions and, and so forth. Um, but, you know, when it comes time for stuff like that, you know, with me, I was, I don't want to say prepped, but in a sense, I knew it was coming, you know. 
Yeah. And it's always a shock when it does. But at least I had that to be able to deal with. Yeah, you know, like the time is coming, time is coming, time is coming. And um, I know that there are some people out there that that are taking care of their mom or their dad. Sure. And like you said, John, they you need to embrace that because although it might be a challenge right now to try to get everything done, maybe you work long days, maybe you do whatever, mm-hmm. and then you got to go take care of them or you're doing it at the same time, yeah. you need to definitely embrace that because it's going to be temporary and when the time is done, you're going to look at it and go, wow, you know, and you're going to be hard on yourself because we all do that, maybe look at things that we did and realize, oh man, I wish I wouldn't have done that. But that's one thing that you can control now is to be able to think about that stuff, you know, and, and be able to, if you're thinking that way, then change it. Yep. Yep. No, it's good stuff, man. And so, yeah, that's our encouragement. And as Mother's Day approaches, again, don't forget if you, if you're, if you have that type of relationship, don't forget to call your mom. If you are a mom, Hey, we're excited for you. We we uh, we we want to celebrate you and honor you, and uh, hopefully your family will take advantage of that day. And I know, uh, given our current situation, most are probably still home and dealing with the whole virus thing. So just uh, just enjoy it. I mean, you've got time together, and some of you've got more time together than you want, but <laughs> <laughs> but you can think of some ways to honor one another or honor moms and and uh, and love on each other uh, this Mother's Day. So. So that's our uh, gift to you for this episode, and uh, we'll be back with future episodes, and we sincerely hope you are back, even if we can't figure out why you keep coming back, uh, <laughs> but it's because we do care, we love you, and we appreciate you. You know what? Here, do me a favor, though. Do us a favor. Share share us with your friends, yeah. if you haven't already, and uh, you know maybe get the word up a little bit. Drop some comments, maybe, in some of our feeds. Leave some reviews, too. Like and if you reviews. got an Apple Podcasts or wherever you, whatever podcast platform you have, if they have a review yeah. section, please leave us a review and then you know facebook too that's a good place to go on our facebook page and just leave a review there or whatever absolutely so we'd love the feedback tell yeah. a friend tell a friend plus yes. you know it gets us into those weird algorithms that they like and so yep. maybe more people can find out we can get a bigger uh you know audience going uh, have a little bit of a stronger voice and as always we're going to work ways find ways to work you guys into the show whether it's through topics you throw out or answers mm-hmm. to questions we throw out or and or maybe even eventually having some uh, people from our audience on the show, uh, we're gonna figure it out because we we definitely want to want to love on you guys as you guys have been showing so much great support to us. So again, thanks guys. So Scotty, you want to you want to just kind of go over quickly what the whole comedy food truck is? That it's not strictly about comedy. It's about it's about foods and trucks. No. Um, <laughs> 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 No, our vision and mission really is to obviously talk about life, have some fun with it, be clean about it, uh, but mostly just to lift the spirits of people. A lot of people are in this world are hurting, and so we we want to be a source of, if you will, some ways an escape, but also some different ways of thinking about things mm-hmm. and uh, being able to uh, uplift, again, your spirits and make life a little bit easier to manage. Uh, and we are people of faith, so we are firm believers in Jesus Christ. Uh, he is our Lord and Savior, and we hope that someday he may be yours if he's not. And uh, our hope is to show you what a great life you can have walking with Jesus. So, yeah. Right. Well, just because some people might tune in and never listen to the show before and think, well, oh, that's not funny or, or whatever. So like you said, it's yeah. like the announcer says, it's life, food, and relationships and yep. have fun doing it. So, Right. The only flaw in your premise there is if people tuned into the show and said, oh, it's not funny, now we did this at the end of the show. <laughs> They don't understand the show still because they didn't listen far enough. 
Okay. <laughs> no, but it's uh, good. Here's where it's good. For those of you still listening, you can tell your friends this is what the show's about. Right. right. So you can help us spread the news. All right, guys. Thanks very much for you guys being here, Scott and Jared. And thank you, audience, for listening. And uh, we will definitely see you next time. Let's say, what do we say? Peace out. Drop the mic. What do you guys say? Later. I'm going to say love you, Mom. Love your mom. Mm. That's all. Oh, thanks. I'm out. Yeah, no, I'm just Good guilty. All right. I love my mom Great. more than you. Yeah, I love mom. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>